The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Hot August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Out of town and the sound of that good gospel beat sits a ragged tent where there ain't no trees and that gospel group. You could hear yourself sweat He walks in Eyes black as coal And when he lifts his face Every year in the place is on him Starting soft and slow Greetings, good morning, welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. We're going to talk about uh, closed systems today. I'll let you know a little bit more about what a closed system is. But before I begin with that, the uh, in the book of Matthew... Chapter 24, the last 10 years before Christ returns. Yes, that book is uh, for the last 2,000 years. 2,000 years ago, the disciples asked Christ, what will be the sign of your coming? When will the things concerning the temple, when will they take place? In A.D. 70, the temple was destroyed and the Jewish people were scattered throughout the world. But it, the chapter 24, the prophecies after the temple, deception, and the Christ is specifically talking about the end of the world, of the world, deception, like never before in mankind's history. And he talks about different segments, I'll put it that way. The first segment is the temple. It is completed in A.D. 70. That prophecy has been fulfilled. Next, he's talking about a time of sorrows. And a time of sorrows will precede the um, tribulation. Then in Matthew, the sequence is next. He talks about 
the first half of tribulation. Then he talks about great tribulation. Then Christ talks about what follows great tribulation, the period of time of wrath. And at the end of the period of wrath, the goats and the sheep are separated. The goats go to fire. The sheep, which are not Christians, the sheep are the people that are alive after the church is resurrected. And the sheep are the non-believer, the Gentiles that go into the millennial kingdom. The kingdom is given to them. And then Israel at the same time, the children of Israel that still are living, they go into the millennial kingdom also. <clears throat> Before that, the goats are taken and cast into fire. The chapter is very simple. The destruction of the temple, a time of birth pains and sorrows which precede three, four years that precede the tribulation, three and a half years of tribulation, followed by three and a half years of great tribulation, followed by the time and season of wrath, which will be in that season. It'll be a 75-day period. At the beginning of the 75-day period, right after the tribulation is over, there will be the resurrection of God's children that have died and are sleeping in the earth. They're raised. And together with the Christians that will reappear after uh, the tribulation is over, they will come out of hiding. The world will see them. And the resurrect Christ will give the command, come up here. The Christian resurrection will take place. Then, America will be judged and preparation for Armageddon will be ready. The armies of the West, the armies, the Islamic armies, the armies of the East, China with the sister nations, will uh, converge into the area east of Jerusalem, south to an area called Petra, and north all the way up to Megiddo. And that final war will take place. Then after that, then there will be the judgment of the sheep and the goats. The sheep that are still alive, again, will go into the millennial kingdom with the Jewish people that are still alive. And the goats will be put in fire for eternity. And this is why after 20, the end of 24 and 25, the parables take place. And the parables are uh, <clears throat> specific to what happens to the people that are still alive at the end of the time of wrath. Matthew 24, we are in that period preceding the tribulation. In the last two years, we've seen escalation of hardship and evil in the in the world the holy spirit is to his children to all of the 
people, the born-again people in the seven lampstands of God throughout the world, of all people, they should be paying attention to what is happening in the world. There has been an increase in, of Christian persecution internationally. And the <clears throat> rights that Christian churches have had in this country are being violated. The persecution of the Christians is coming. At the end of the time of sorrows and birth pains, persecution of the Christian people in America will begin. The men in this country that are the shepherds of the children of God in this country, many are recognizing that we are moving to a period of tribulation. Not all of them, a great majority, but still for the most part, even the great majority, they don't realize the uh, many of the prophecies in the in the scripture that are being filled presently that have been here in the last five years, especially six years <clears throat> that have been uh, being that are being fulfilled. One of the uh, one of the great prophecies will be the invasion of Israel by the terrorist groups in the surrounding area of Israel to the north, Syria, Lebanon to the to the north west, the area of Jordan down to the bottom of the, the desert, Aqaba, then over to the west, southwest of Israel, the Gaza Strip. Israel's going to have her wars before a greater war takes place, which is the Gog Magog War. I rehearse this over and over and over. I'm doing exactly what the scripture does. It is redundant. It rehearses to God's children over and over and over. Because you will not, the, the people, it takes uh, probably uh, six, five, six times before you remember something in long-term memory. Everything is generally short-term memory. In the military, when they train with their, their, their weapon, they have to take that weapon completely apart and reassemble it. Generally, it takes minimum five times for the new, um, the, the new soldiers to get it. Christ rehearsed in Matthew, in Luke, and in Mark the matter of the last days. He rehearsed it. The prophets Isaiah, Jeremiah, Amos, Daniel, many others rehearsed what would happen at the end of the world, each with their own account what will happen at the end of the world redundancy because God's people do not hear they are entangled in mesh 
the mesh of the cosmos. They are in, they are totally caught like sometimes whales get caught in these nets. And divers have to go down and cut the nets to get the whale to, to be free once again. <clears throat> the world is nothing more than a spider web. You get it sticky, you get caught, you can't get out. The more you struggle, the more you fight, the tighter the web gets. This is why God's children need, above all things, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. You can, you can, you can have three degrees. You can be one of the most brilliant individuals in the world, but it's foolishness to God. Without the Holy Spirit, you have no hope. Without the counsel of the Holy Spirit, you are going to grope in darkness. If, if you, the simple, the, the good, not, I don't mean uneducated. I mean the people that are not complicated in their lives. Life is very simple to them. They don't overcomplicate things that have the Holy Spirit, these people go further in life than people that are wealthy, educated, have everything. The individuals that do not overcomplicate things, these people enjoy life to the fullest. And with the Holy Spirit, Christ said that, that He came to give life and to give life more abundantly. Abundant life. Many Christians don't have abundant life. They just have a life of misery. Hardship. I remember when I first gave my life to the Lord. And I mean I consecrated. I, I consecrated my life to Him. Whatever he decided my future would be, I was I accepted it. And early before I before I got married, the Lord gave me and told me that the individual that I would marry would have to be very a very tough individual because my life and my future was going to be difficult. I remember it was on a Sunday night. In Berkeley, California. No, I'm sorry. It was actually Huntington Beach. Lord's Table. And uh, I remember looking at a, a young girl that was giving a testimony. And she was very kind of a fragile type of a woman. She was probably 24 going to, to uh, Irving the university there in California. And she was given a testimony and she began to weep. And I realized that I like the outdoors. I'm a rugged kind of a guy. And I just realized with the, the individual that I would marry was going to have to be pretty tough. Going to have to be very psychologically sound 
because the Lord did speak to me in that, that meeting. And he said, your future is going to be difficult. Whoever you marry is going to have to be able to go with you through the difficulties in your future. I remember that very clearly. I hadn't, I didn't know who I was going to marry. Had no idea. But God arranged it, and my wife, without her having the psychological fortitude that she has, uh, most marriages fail. Sickness, financial hardships, uh, you name it. But God brought the individual perfectly picked that I was to marry. And with the Holy Spirit, and it's only through the power of the Holy Spirit all these years that we have continued. We didn't, at any time, did we, we never stop going forward with Christ. We always moved one direction forward. Regardless of the hardship, regardless of what would happen, we move forward. This has to be the attitude of God's children today. No matter what Satan will send your way, you cannot cavitate. You cannot lose your wind. You cannot uh, decide to bail. This is the time. This is never, not ever, it's never the time to walk away from your Christian faith. Never. But even now, as things are going to get harder, this is even more now than before. You need the Holy Spirit more than you can imagine. Without the Holy Spirit, you're not going to have good counsel. Without the Holy Spirit, you're going to make mistakes. And Christ will catch you and Christ will help you out of the problems. And He will cause those problems to work together for good if you love Him, which you do. <clears throat> the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. <clears throat> you know, I've had a busy week. And uh, generally I like to sit down and have an hour or two to prepare. But this week I didn't have it. But the Holy Spirit gave me a, a verse. Don't think of what you're going to say because in that hour I will show you. I have no idea what I'm talking about today. I do now, but I didn't. <clears throat> Excuse me, I didn't know. I didn't have time to plan, prepare. I have thousands of verses. But the Lord told me, I'll plan, don't you worry. In that hour, I will give it to you. The one thing He told me to do is closed systems. The other thing is my people need my Holy Spirit. 
Without my Holy Spirit, they're not going to make it. Without my Holy Spirit, they are not going to make it. They will be ineffective. Without my Holy Spirit, they will suffer. They will be miserable. They will lose hope. They will have no joy. They will be lost. They'll be a ship in a storm without a rudder. But with my Holy Spirit, they will have vision. They will know which way to go. I will counsel them. They will hear my voice. They will see my hand as I move. They will have my peace upon their lives. And the decisions they make, they'll make by faith. Maybe not understanding why they're making the decisions they're making, but by faith, they will make a decision. And because they're pleasing to me, I will be with them. The Holy Spirit is warning His children we are in the time of sorrows. Things in the world cannot get better. The world has reached a peak of evil. We have gone over the top and we are sliding into hardships, evil like the world has never known. God's people that are hearing what I'm saying are going to resign themselves except the fact that we are going into hardship. And that as you go into hardship, you need the help of Almighty God. An eternal God, you're going to need His help. And you're going to receive that help by the Holy Spirit. He, the Holy Spirit, you can't see Him. We did, we consecrated, we dedicated a new building out at the Transformer where we uh, broadcast from this week. And the word, the verse that the Holy Spirit gave me when uh, the owner of the station, Joe, Jake went, asked me to do the dedication. I, I told him I would. That very night, as I just, I was in bed ready to just go to bed, go to sleep. And I remembered I said, Lord, I don't know what verse I'm going to, I don't know what verse is important, what what verse, because Don Wiedemann, the original owner on the towers, when they put the towers up, he took a verse out of the Old Testament, and it is written on one of the, the foundation to one of those towers. I forgot the verse, but I knew that with this building, the same thing. You have to dedicate it with Scripture. Well, the Lord gave me a very unique verse, one of its kind, one of the time, the only time Paul ever uses the word immortal. First Timothy chapter one, verse seventeen. Now unto the King eternal, immortal, 
invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. And in that verse, God is, uh, Paul is acknowledging, giving glory to, he is presenting to the children of God, to Timothy, the Godhead, the King Eternal, the Eternal Father, Immortal, a mortal man, Christ, born in a manger, mortal, becomes immortal on the day of resurrection. Unto the King, eternal, immortal, invisible. You can't see the Holy Spirit, but the power of the Holy Spirit is the most powerful reality of the Godhead known to man. Eternal, immortal, invisible God. We'll be back in just a second. Hey, hey, yes, you. Yes, you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360KHNC.com. J Day's Appliance is an independent local appliance dealer focused on Main Street, not Wall Street. We offer top brands at great prices, service, and parts to help you keep your current appliances running. So think outside of the big box and think independent and save at J Day's Appliance, located at 132 East 7th Street in Loveland, Colorado. Or give us a call at 970 669 1357. You can also visit our website at jdaysappliance.com. That's the letter J. DaysAppliance.com. Hey, all you Sharp community members, this is Tommy at Tommy's Barbers and Blades. Just wanted to reach out and tell you to stop by our shops and get your fades, shaves, your beer. Grab a knife from Revo. Find us at 4th and Garfield in downtown Loveland, 970-617-2158, or hit us up on Tommy'sBarbersAndBlades.com. If you're a little further south, you can find us in Mead off of Highway 66 and I-25. You can reach us there at 720-745-0782. And as always, live sharp. Why does it seem America is slowly sinking? Whose fault is it? It's not the Obamas or the Clintons. It's not the Republicans or the Democrats. It's not corporations, the military, or foreign countries. It's the Federal Reserve, a central banking system made up of private bankers that corrupt and control virtually all aspects of the world's money supply and the economy. All of the major problems of the world can be traced back to the Federal Reserve and central banks of other countries. Hi, I'm Jason with the Patriot Trading Group. Listen to our shows at 9 a.m. and 3 p.m., Monday through Friday at 1360 KHNC, the Patriot Trading News Hour and Faking the Truth. We sell gold and silver, the best way to protect your hard-earned money. Call us at 800-951-0592 and keep those blood-sucking bankers out of your wallet. Reasons to Own Gold Number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street pinstripe bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. 
They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So as we, uh, as I continue, that was the scripture the Lord gave me. Unto the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. Paul is very conscious of the fact there are other Elohim, other powers. He speaks of this in Ephesians chapter 6. Principalities, powers, forces of darkness. Unto the, the God eternal, immortal, invisible, the only, only wise God. All the other gods, invisible powers, were created. But our God created these gods. And Paul acknowledges, just like Psalm 82, that these entities that are invisible, they have great power. Great power. But Christ, God is the, the Godhead is the only wise God. And to Him be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Through time and when time is over. For eternity. So God, Paul presents to Timothy and to the believers, Jewish and Gentile believers, this Godhead. Eternal Father, Immortal Son, and Invisible Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, the believers are doomed. We cannot trust. Our confidence cannot be in our wealth, our abilities. Our confidence cannot be tied into anything that is perishing. Our confidence has to be in God Himself, the work of the Holy Spirit, believing that it is God's will that you know His will. You have to believe that. It is God's will that you know His will. People think that, many, many believers think that a life with Christ following God is boring, is, uh, oh, 
it's okay, but not exciting. It's, it's dull. It is not. For those that have been faithful to Christ, their world and their lives are so full. They are so rewarded. Life is so rewarding. That'd be a better way to put it. That um, you can't, you just can't imagine. I'm going to give you, I don't have the verses. I'm going to have to go from memory. But I'm going to give you a principle. Jacob, Jacob, after he has the blessing and the birthright, his mother sends him to uh, see the his uncle Laban. And he gets to, I think it's Syria, and here, there he meets some shepherds out there, and there's a young uh, young girl who brought her flocks, uh, flocks to water them. And he assisted. He moved, removed the stone from the well and watered the flocks. And they go back. Well, the, the woman is uh, Rachel. And immediately, J- uh, Jacob falls in love with her. He's in love with Rachel. Boom, that fast. Every one of us, there are things in life that we fall in love with the first time we see them. It doesn't necessarily have to be uh, another uh, somebody from the opposite sex. It can be anything. You can fall in love with your, your job. You can fall in love with, your with uh, let's say, that you're an uh, athlete. You can fall in love with anything. Jacob falls in love with Leah. I'm sorry, Rachel. Well, then he meets Laban, and eventually, to to simplify the the story, Jacob agrees to work for seven years for Rachel. And on the wedding night, the custom was the older girl is the one who is married first. Well, they slip Leah in. And Jacob wakes up and he's, he's with Leah. Well, he goes to talk to Laban and agrees to work another seven years for Rachel. So, now he and Rachel, he, he's married to Leah and Rachel. Then he agrees to work another seven years for herds and, and uh, you know, so he can take care of the family. I think seven years, I think it was. Well, what happens is, Leah, she gets pregnant right away. And then she gets pregnant again. And pregnant again. Then she has a concubine. The concubine gets pregnant right away. And children everywhere. But Rachel, nothing. And then, uh, I think the Rachel has a concubine too, and um, but Rachel can't have children. So one day, Rachel goes to Jacob and basically demands that he give her children because she's kind of despised because 
Leah is just fertile. And having children, her concubines having children, and all these children, and Rachel doesn't have any children. So she tells Jacob, give me children. And Jacob is head over heels over Rachel. I mean, he is, I mean, he, this guy is just floored. He's so in love with her. And uh, this is a situation that was arranged by the Holy Spirit to break Jacob's natural affection for Rachel. His natural affection. He didn't see the hand of God. Leah means dull, dull-eyed, unattractive, uh, plain, not exciting. Rachel is exciting, beautiful, energetic, everything that, that Jacob wanted. Everything. Natural, natural, natural. In his natural self, he wanted Rachel. He didn't really see the value of Leah. But that day, give me children or else, it broke the natural man in Jacob. The natural man, the natural naturalness was, was dealt with. And then Rachel began to have children. Joseph and Benjamin. The principle is a principle that the Christian people is before them at all times, but they don't see it. The Christian people, Leah, is the will of God. Rachel is Jacob's will. Jacob has his will, and then there's God's will. We don't generally gravitate to the will of God because it's restricting. But it is the best thing for us to be restricted. God's will is fertile. God's will will bring the will of God, the plan of God will bring fruit. God's will is fruit fertile. Fertile, always bringing forth something for the kingdom of heaven. Rachel is limited. Our natural will limits God. Our natural loves, our natural desires, our natural, what we are in the flesh, what is important to us, is not that fruitful. It causes us trouble. It plagues us. It works against us. But here, on the other hand, God's will, child after child after child, even the concubine, child, 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 fertile. But here's what happens. Rachel dies, is buried. Leah dies, and Leah is buried in the cave of Mechpupila, 
with Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Rebekah. And Leah is buried there. The last one to be buried, Jacob, that's in the future. We know that Leah was God's will. Yes, Rachel was too. God does use our own natural desires. But Leah was the will of God. And when Jacob dies, he is buried in the cave of Machpelah with his wife, Leah, who is the will of God. Everyone listening to me, at the end of your life, you want to be buried in the cave of Machpelah with the will of God. Because in the cave of Machpelah is Leah, God's will. You want to be buried with God's will. If, you, if you're not buried with God's will, you're cheated. It is God's will that you know His will. We pray through the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. But it's, it can be just a saying. It needs to be a reality. Lord, you're truly Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done. I've had opportunities with some of the best employment through my life. And I mean, I like it, I enjoy it, I. But in the back of my mind, I know I better keep my hand open and hold it lightly because I don't know what God is going to do. And sure enough, boom. I just master what I'm doing, and boom, I'm off to something else. I have friends that I used to have coffee with. I haven't been able to recently. And uh, we're visiting, and I talked to them about a time when I lived in Alaska working for the second biggest seafood company in the world, Whitney, Whitney Fidalgo Feast Seafood the second biggest seafood processing in the world. The first one was in Italy. I'm working this fantastic, fantastic job. But eventually, I go on. I worked at Adolph Coors. Could have, I remember uh, working for Coors, and a young man came to the construction site where we were putting up a barley warehouse northeast of Longmont. And I got, he, he and his father... I introduced them to the manager, to the, the supervisor, superintendent, and they got hired on. Other people would come. I helped get other people hired on. They've retired with Adolf Coors. And I didn't. I ran into this one young man, Lanny, about five years ago. Shucks, he's only 55, 56, ready to start another career, and he already... Retired from Adolf Coors. Been with them for 30 years. said, well, Lanny, congratulations, man. He goes, well, I remember you got me the job. I said, hey, well, I forgot about that. 
Worked for a great company in western uh, Western Wyoming. And one day the Lord told me, nope, you got to quit. Well, the whole family went kind of crazy because that's the best job I ever had. Bought a house, had a brand new car, everything, everything. But the Lord told me, nope. And he worked it out, and eventually I had to quit. And uh, some of the family members were thinking, what are you, uh, I must be nuts. But the Lord told me, no. Moved back to Colorado. And then four years later, the company goes out of business. They had 100, 150 years worth of ore to to mine. And the the vein went dead. It, went, it ended. God's will, your will. Is your will that important? Well, if your will is that important to you, you're going to have a little bit of fruit. But here's the, thing, here's the marvelous thing with God. Rachel gives birth to Joseph and to Benjamin to praise. She gives birth. And God used them both in a mighty, mighty, mighty way. Joseph. Mighty way. It was that boy that eventually saves the whole family from hardship and death by starvation. Your will or God's will? God's will, dull, unattractive, boring. You can't see the future in it. It's, it's just not exciting. No, no, no. The most exciting, you cannot have a full, full life if you seek your own will. If you stop today and truly get serious with God and say, Lord, I want your will. God will take you up on it. And God will make changes in your life. And with every change, you're going to have to stand by faith. And as you stand by faith, the rewards will come. Greater vision, greater authority, greater power of the Holy Spirit on your life, a greater sensitivity to the speaking of God. You'll have vision. You will see how God is working with you and what He is doing with you. You will be, your joy, your, your life will be full. I promise you. Okay, we're going to finish in a few minutes. Hold on. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue, 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 930 to 530, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on? 
by your dog. I had on clean underwear. Clean underwear. Yeah, my mama Well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. That ain't working, that's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks Hi, this is Jason with the Patriot Trading Group. I want to talk to you for a moment about investment. Savings is great, and everyone who listens to KHNC knows who to call. But I want to talk to you about Joey Jaquit. Give him a call at 602-909-9048. Why call Joey? Because there are ways to grow your money by investing with Joey Jaquint and Northwestern Mutual. Gold is safe, but with risk comes reward. And Joey can put your money into high-risk or low-risk products to grow your money with investing. Joey can also cover those just-in-case situations with very important life insurance policies, some of which can grow your money and be used in the future. Call Joey at 602-909-9048. Buy all the gold you can afford, but call Joey and learn how to protect and grow your money with some well-placed investments. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, and does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. Painter 28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. Well, we're at the end of the first hour. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. Sundays, 9 to noon. During the week, I host The Present Truth, 2 to 3, Monday through Friday. And podcasts also, 1360khnc.com. God's will or your will? Your will, you will be blessed. God will use your will. You will bring forth praise. You will bring forth blessing. The Apostle Paul was a Benjamite. Joseph saved his family from death to dearth. God's will, Leah. Fertile. Always bringing forth fruit. 
always, always fertile. And eventually, Jacob is buried with God's will. Leah seems dull, un, uh, just boring. But no, this is what Satan has done to his children, has lied to his children and said, if you follow God, you will not be able to sin and you will not be able to enjoy the pleasures of sin. Correct. Correct. The pleasures of sin are passing away. But the will of God, your life will be full. Your life will be full. You will, in your lifetime, you will accomplish the desire. You will, you will receive the desires of your heart and you will have a fruitful trail behind you. And you will be given honor in due season like the world could never understand. Look what happens to the man in the scripture. Honor, just throughout time, the story of Moses delivering the children of Egypt out of bondage. The story of Joseph, through vision, through a dream, interpretation, he is able to rule for Pharaoh. We're going to talk about closed systems in the next hour. You see what happens with Daniel. He's just a young man. Babylon invades Israel. And what happens? Daniel and young men are taken into Babylon to be trained to rule the city. So, we'll be back. And not only did he rule the city, but he ruled for four kings and gave great prophecies about the time in which we live in. So, fruitful or dull? Both. He was fruitful, and his life was anything but dull. dull. We'll be back. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. Colorado State's making more progress toward its goal of being 30. 20 new solar panels have recently been installed on buildings in Fort Collins, and thousands more are planned across all CSU campuses. The goal is ultimately 10,000 panels on dorms, rec centers, classroom buildings, even parking garages, but CSU won't own the panels. It'll have to buy the power they generate. The university is letting its energy provider use the rooftops in return for a fixed rate for the electricity, according to Campus Energy Coordinator Stacy Baumgarn. The price that we pay today for our electricity from these arrays will be the same today as it is in 2050, which over the course and life of that contract saves the university and the state of Colorado a lot of money. CSU adds it is on track to reach that 2030 goal. 
This weekend, the word is things might soon dramatically change as far as Colorado shopping. Years ago, big supermarket chains including King Super, Safeway, and Albertsons competed hard with each other for decades. Then Albertsons bought Safeway, which might have cut into the competition a bit. But what happens now? The Kroger Company of Cincinnati, owner of all King Supers and City Market stores in the state, is offering to buy Albertsons for about $20 billion, a move that would consolidate all the major grocery business in the state under one umbrella. There could be monopoly concerns, so Attorney General Phil Weiser says he's going to keep an eye on the transaction. The Broncos hosted the first high school flag football championship for girls Saturday at team headquarters. 25 schools from three Denver area school districts competing, all sanctioned by the High School Activities Association. At Evergreen High, this anonymous coach says it's brought young people together. It's been pretty cool because the boys have come down to our practices and practice with us. The starting quarterback, the starting running back, starting receivers have all come down and practice with us, try to make us better, of course, but really just out there to have a good time with the girls, and the girls are loving it as well. Several of the Broncos also stopped by to support the young women. The final results of that tournament not reported as of late last night. In sports, it's college football from Saturday, and the CU Buffs won their first game of the season 20-13 to in overtime over California. It was the CSU Rams getting beaten by the Utah State Aggies 17-13 to at homecoming. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Becco's new line of dishwashers feature corner intents, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Becco achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Becco, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Becco.com for more details. That's B-E-K-O.com. Make your reservation for the Haunted Halloween Night Tours at the Wyoming Frontier Prison in Rollins, Wyoming. This infamous haunted prison tour is open to guests aged 12 and older on October 28th, 29th, and Halloween night. Add a soak in the hot spring, museum tour, and a hike for the perfect Halloween getaway. For more information, visit wyomingcarboncounty.com. <laughs> KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that start around $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. 
Hi, Bob Cambrin here with Waterworks. All water has impurities. Clean, healthy water without chemicals and other impurities is foundational for a healthy body. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today. Bob Cambrin, 303-888-8891. 303-888-8891. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Well, welcome to the second hour of today's Olive Train Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. My podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. The podcasts through the week of the Present Truth program from 2 to 3, Monday through Friday, also on 1360khnc.com. Other programs archived also on the podcast section. So in the first hour, we talked about Matthew 24, the last decade prior to Christ's return. Without the Holy Spirit, uh, you are not going to be successful in your Christian life. The most important discipline, Christian discipline that you can have is to spend time mastering the intuition that God has given you in your spirit, that you can sense the Holy Spirit moving daily. It's not once a week, not just on Saturday or Sunday. It's every day. It's from the time you get up to the time you go to bed. And even King David said, that the Lord would speak to him in his sleep. It's true. So the Holy Spirit is speaking to you round the clock. He never stops speaking. He's always there to teach you something. But we are dull, hard of hearing, stiff-necked. We can be all these things. But it is God's will that you know His will. It is the will of God that you know His will for you. It doesn't matter if you're male, female, young, old, educated, non-educated, wealthy, unwealthy, in prison, out of prison. doesn't matter. Some of the most godly people are incarcerated because there's nothing there except God. 
And God uh, really has to be their real joy. And we're going to talk about closed systems. Again, like I stated in the first hour, the Holy Spirit, I've been busy through the week. And yesterday I am here at the station taking care of hosts, doing things, many things. And I'm thinking, well, I don't have time to prepare for today. And the Lord just basically said, uh, I will tell you, I will give what you're to speak in that hour. And with that, I just had peace. Okay. All right. I believe the Lord. I believe what he says. He never lies, ever. He always tells the truth. And if he tells me, don't worry, I'm going to give you what you're going to say in that hour. He will give you what you need to say in the hour that, let's say you, maybe you don't do a radio broadcast, but you, you're going to go before whoever. In that hour, it will be given you what you're going to say. We have moved into the beginning of the greatest time of miracles once again in the history of the world. When Joseph was abandoned and sold by his brothers, it began the greatest period of miracles for him. Miracles in his life began. Moses, when he left Egypt, the greatest time of miracles began for Moses. Daniel, he's taken captive. And in Babylon is where God visits him, gives him great insight into the future for the children of Israel and for the world. And he interprets visions or dreams for Nebuchadnezzar. Darius, Belteshazzar after Nebuchadnezzar, Darius, Christ, when he came, began a period of miracles. Now at the time where Christ is going to return again, this is the time where his seven churches, the members of the seven churches, the overcomers, those who desire and they endeavor to be victorious, the greatest miracles are going to take place. You are going to, for those who are seeking the Holy Spirit, God is going to visit you more now than before. So, we've, we are starting to enter into that time. I know that um, many in the Christian world, the evangelical churches, have wanted and have been crying out and expecting and demanding and begging for miracles. You don't need to beg, demand. As you need the miracles, they will come. The miracles you need today are going to come today. But don't try to take tomorrow's miracles and bring them into, the, into this day. Don't try to do that. You're going to waste your time. No, the miracles that you need for today will come today. They will be on time. 
the miracles that are going to come tomorrow, they'll come. They'll be on time. You're going to need miracles. I'm telling this body, to you listening to these, this program today, I'm telling you, you are going to need miracles like never before. And God is knows the miracles that you need. And you have a right to expect them. All the riches of Christ are available to you in every way. And in time, because we're mortal, we need help. We need miracles. We need something from an invisible realm, from an invisible God who is real, to assist us. We'll, we're, we're going to have a need of miracles. And we're going to have those miracles that have been ordained for us when we need them. The Holy Spirit said, or the Lord said in the book of Acts, that uh, it was prophesied in, in Joel and also in the book of Acts that God was going to speak to His his maidservants, his male ser men servants. I should just get the verses. Yeah, why don't I do that? I could go for memory, but I, I think it's better that I just go to what it says in Acts chapter 2. Okay? Pentecost came. There is a second Pentecost coming. The final Pentecost. The Bible says it's going to happen for the those that are not Pentecostal, charismatic, that are more fundamentalist, you believe in the Logos only, you don't believe so much in miracles. No, you're going to need miracles. To the fundamentalist friends, I came out of fundamental Christianity. We didn't want to talk about tongues, miracles, any of that stuff. But we would get sick. We would need miracles. And though we'd didn't believe many didn't believe in them they came Acts chapter 2 and uh, we're in a time where the world is going to need miracles now you may need miracles for yourself and that's great and that's wonderful you need them you've got to have them but you may be asked by the Holy Spirit to pray for miracles for other people you may be asked to use your faith to bring invisible help from an invisible but real world into this temporal world for somebody that is hurting that needs help. So you may also be asked by the Holy Spirit to pray for miracles for others. And here's the thing that's really wonderful. You have that authority. You have the right to request on behalf of others for help. We need help, but we can ask for help for others also. And we should. We should. Acts chapter 2. 
the second Pentecost, we're getting close to the second Pentecost. Maybe you don't believe that. I'm telling you, it is already beginning. The clouds are building. The, 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 the humidity is rising. God is going to water the earth with His Spirit like never before. You know, I talk about moves of God. Well, there's a move of the Holy Spirit in northern Colorado. But there are other moves of God throughout the country, throughout the world. Which move of God are we talking about? I haven't been called to a move of God that's taking place over in Russia right now. I haven't been called to a move of God that's taking place in Israel. I've been called by the Holy Spirit to be part of a move of God happening in three counties in northern Colorado, Weld, Larimer, Boulder. Wherever the Holy Spirit situates you, that's where you're to be. Don't be situated someplace else. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And in the world, there were Jews, there were devout men all over the world. I'm going to paraphrase this. Out of every nation, there are heathen, non-believing, uh, 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 non-Jew, and Jews. And the Holy Spirit is going to fall upon them as He desires. And uh, they're going to begin to praise God openly. Yes, there are many Jewish people that have not met their Messiah yet, and they're going to meet the Messiah. And in Israel, it is forbidden to go and preach about Messiah, Yeshua. They won't want you. They they don't uh, want you to talk about the Messiah having come two thousand years ago. They don't want you to dare talk about that to the Jewish people, and many in the religious world over there, they will. Uh, do what they did to Stephen in the book of Acts. They'll stone you. Their hatred that Satan has put in their heart against their Messiah. Well, one day they're going to weep alone uncontrollably because they who have resisted Messiah, they're going to see who he is and they're going to realize how blind and deceived they were. And the people are going to be amazed. They marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are, all, are not these which speak, are they Galileans? We hear every man speak in our own language that we were born in. And uh, so what happened is, so what happened is, the Holy Spirit fell, and men were baptized by the in the power of the Holy Spirit. And people thought they were drunk. They weren't drunk. They were the Holy Spirit fell upon them. And if you've ever had a baptism of the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit falls upon you, and you can't do anything but praise Him and worship Him, and people think you're mad. I've had those experiences. 
And the people thought I was mad. And I'm thinking, man, the Lord is so real. I mean, He is real. Uh, don't you guys realize how real He is? And they're all staring at me like, I've lost my mind. No, I didn't lose my mind. I had the Holy Spirit upon me so powerfully that these guys, kind of like a, a cow that is bucking in a, in a pen, all the other cows freak out and they run from that cow that's just having a good time. I was having a good time because I knew how real God was. And I could see His glory. So, okay. We are moving into a time, the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit ever in the world. Yes, it poured out in the book of Acts from that time to this time. But not, it's never happened like it's going to happen. And when is it going to happen? It's already begun, like a, like a light rain. It's going to intensify when the tribulation comes, the first half. The Holy Spirit will fall upon His faithful children like never before. In the hardship is when the Spirit will fall. And from now until then, on those that are, are given wholeheartedly to Him. We're at that time. And we're going to see miracles. And this is what people want to see. Miracles. And to lead into the miracles, I'm going to go ahead and, like I stated in the first hour, I'm going to go now with closed systems. Closed systems. Your lungs are a closed system. And in the world, in the power structure in the world, there are systems of power and not everybody is invited. In this country, we hear this nonsense talk, nonsensical speaking by fools who say that in America... If you want, you can become president. That's hogwash. That is not true. No common man is just going to say, well, I'm going to be president someday and begin to work to become president. No. But Beto O'Rourke is thinking he's going to become president. He's a fool. He's never going to become president. Nikki Haley, all these people out there that are thinking they're going to be president of the United States of America in some future election. Absolutely not. They can take positions and they can uh, do what they do in the political world, but no, they're not going to become president. Closed systems. The first closed system I'm going to present to you is Joseph when he's a young boy. His father, uh, what do you call it, uh, favored him. So Jacob favored Joseph and made him a coat, took the time to make him a coat of many colors. Well, when Joseph gave that to 
I'm sorry, when Jacob gave that coat to Joseph, the other brothers despised him. It was kind of the hand of God. And eventually they betray Joseph. They sell him to the Ishmaelites, who sell him to the Egyptians, and he ends up in bondage in Potiphar's care in Egypt. But he has favor with Potiphar. Now remember, Egypt is a closed system. There is no way anybody in the world is ever going to be allowed to sit next to Pharaoh, let alone a little Hebrew boy coming from a distant land. But now he's with Potiphar. He's taking care of Potiphar's household. Potiphar's wife was evil. She desired to have Joseph, and Joseph refused. So she makes up a story that he tried to uh, attack her. More lies, more rejection, more hardship. They put him, Potiphar sends him to prison. But the, the uh, jailer, he finds favor with that jailer, and he's kind of over the people in jail that are incarcerated with him. Then you have the butler and the baker. And they have a dream one night. And the baker, uh, you know, has a basket of bread on his, on his head. And the birds come and eat that. And then the, the uh, butler, he is uh, has a dream about what was that. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what the butler's dream was. I forgot. And anyhow, the jailer, or the, the baker, the birds that came to eat, the bread on his head, the interpretation was that he was going to have his head cut off. The butler was going to be restored to his position as butler to be the wine bearer for Pharaoh. And Joseph said, hey, when you, you know, don't forget me. Well, the butler forgot him. Two years later, his sins came before him. He remembered Joseph because Pharaoh had a dream. And the dream was about seven years of plenty, seven years of hardship. And uh, the butler remembers that dream and says, You know, uh, I remember my sins. There was a young man who interpreted my dreams and also interpreted the dream for the baker. You had his head cut off, but he, um, you restored me back to position. That was in Genesis chapter 40. And uh, then it says here that the chief butler told his dream to Joseph, said to him, Behold, a vine was before me, in the vine were three branches, and it was as though uh, it budded, and the blossoms shot forth, and the clusters thereof brought forth ripe grapes, <clears throat> and Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup. I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. Joseph said unto him, This is the interpretation. Three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh's going to lift up your head, restore you unto the place that you, and you will deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand as before. But think of me when it's well with you. 
show kindness, mention to Pharaoh, and bring me out of the prison. Well, he forgot. And uh, then eventually, what happens in chapter 41 is Pharaoh has a dream. Two years later, Pharaoh's standing before a river. Out of the river come seven healthy uh, cows. And then, after another seven years, there came thin, lean-fleshed, starving cows. And then uh, he dreamed a second time, seven years of corn, rank and good. Then he had another dream, seven years of corn blasted by the east wind. And Pharaoh said that uh, in the morning his spirit was troubled. He spoke to the butler. And the butler said, I remember my faults. You were mad at your servants. We dreamed a dream. It was interpreted. And eventually this young man interpreted our dreams. You hung the uh, butler, or you hung the baker, and you restored me to position. I thought it was his head was cut off, but he hung him. But I remember, and there's a young man in the prison still, Joseph, and Pharaoh called for him. Closed systems. There are what we call closed systems, areas where nobody can get into those systems except through the hand and sovereignty of God. We'll be right back. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hey guys, it's Charlie Joe with Charlie Joe Chai. I went to India. I tasted real chai. I had to share the experience. Over 20 years ago, I was a barista and I went to work with an orphanage and that's where I first tasted the epiphany of flavor. We are featured in all the Ziggy's coffee shops and we're also online, charliejoechai.com. The best part is we're now helping that orphanage in India and rescuing kids from the horrors of human trafficking. Order now using coupon code KHNC for a 10% discount. At Off-Road Automotive, they offer a wide range of used automobiles for all your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit? No credit? No problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Located off 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton, right off Highway 85, or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, 
Call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest, real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal Basic Income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Tune in Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on Roar the Rockies, 1360 a.m. for the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Oh, a happy day. All right, we're going to continue with the story. <clears throat> the uh, mailing address, contact information for Olive Tree Ministry is P.O. Box 872. Longmont, Colorado, 80501, uh, 80502. I want to say one, the old mailbox, 80502. And um, you can't stay for three full hours, I realize that. This is why you'll need to go to the podcast, 1360khnc.com. Closed systems. So little by little, you can see the hand of God Moving Joseph forward, just the hand of God, from a from a system outside of uh, Egypt's power structure, through prison, through hardship, through uh, abandonment, through uh, betrayal, Joseph is moving forward, forward, forward. Pharaoh has a dream, seven years of plenty, seven years of dearth. And Joseph now is being called, summoned to interpret for Joseph. I mean, to, to interpret for Pharaoh. Pharaoh says to Joseph, I dreamed a dream. Nobody can interpret it. And Joseph said, I won't be able to, but God is going to give you the answer of peace. And he said, and he told Joseph, simply, seven fat cows, seven starving cows, seven fat ears of corn, Seven emaciated, just uh, uh, the, the 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 corn. They had no corn on them. The stalks had no corn. And Jason, jo- Joseph says that the dream is the same dream. God is saying to Pharaoh. Now here is where Joseph presents the God. Because in Egypt, you had hundreds, if not thousands, of gods. Flies and lice and rivers and sun and moon and trees and crocodiles and goes on and on. But Joseph made it clear. The God who gave you the dream, he gave it to you as a warning. This God is the one I'm asking. And he's showing you... Pharaoh, what he's going to do. There are going to be seven good years and there are going to be seven years of dearth. And 
there will be seven years of plenty again. Hardship. Then seven years of hardship. And Pharaoh said, well, he said, I need to find someone who is discreet, who has the wisdom, who knows what to do, and set him over the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh looked at Joseph and said, you do this. Oh, and, and Jacob said, let Pharaoh do this. Let him appoint officers over the land, take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenty of years, years of plenty. Let them gather the food in those good years that come and lay up under the hand of Pharaoh. Let them keep the food in cities. And the food shall be in store for the land against the seven years of famine. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all of his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said to Joseph, As much as God has showed you all this, there is no one so discreet and wise as you are. You shall be over my house, and according to your word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over the land of Egypt. Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand, put it on Joseph's hand, arrayed him in vestures of fine linen, and put a fine uh, gold chain about his neck. And he made him ride in the second chariot, which he had. And they cried before him, Bow the knee, and he made him ruler over the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without you shall no man lift up his hand or foot in the land of Egypt. And uh, that's what happened. Now, he is in a closed system. No way is anybody going to end up sitting in the second chariot in Egypt. Because, but God, through the sovereign hand, put him there. And then eventually we know the story. The hardships came. Joseph brings his family out of Canaan and puts them in the finest land. Pharaoh gave them Goshen. We, Goshen has a unique name. We, people of God, we are going to, there is no physical Goshen for us. There is no fertile physical world in a sense for us. Goshen means draw near, draw near, in other words, you are going to have a place of protection. As you draw near to God, God will be your protection. You, as you draw near to Him, you will put yourself in His hand, in His keeping hand. Nothing can touch you without His permission. When you are in His hand, nothing can harm you, nothing can touch you, nothing, nothing happens without His permission. Draw near, draw near to the Holy Spirit, draw near to the God that owns you, and as you draw near, you put yourself in His hand, and there is the Goshen where you will be protected. Then it says another, another meaning in, in the related meanings, it means rain, R-A-I-N, rain or shower. In God's hand, he is going to rain and shower you with not natural physical rain. He's going to shower you with His Holy Spirit. 
This is what I'm talking about. We are moving into that time where God is going to pour His Spirit out like never before. There are things that you have to do. You have to consciously draw near to God. You draw near to Him. And the, the, as you draw near, you put yourself in His hand, in His keeping hand, automatically. You draw, you draw near, you're in His hand. Nothing will touch you. Nothing can happen to you without His permission. And He will rain His Holy Spirit upon you. This is what you want. You want to be in the hand of God and you want His Spirit to be upon you, falling upon you, poured out without measure. He will pour His Spirit out without measure. He will dump it. God's And the principle is Thy kingdom come Thy will be done. It is God's will that you know His will. In God's will you will be happy. In the Goshen, in the, the spiritual type, in Goshen, in God's hand, as you draw near to God, He will pour His Spirit upon you like you have never enjoyed in your lifetime. And you, I promise you, you will never leave that position. And when you start to leave the hand of God, the rain will slowly start to, it will slow down. It won't be as heavy. And you'll know, whoops, I'm leaving the place where I'm supposed to be. And as you move back into the palm of His hand, the rain will pour again. You'll have that, you'll have that safety net. As you leave, the rain slows as you come back, the rain gets heavy. Or I shouldn't say it slows. It just begins to sprinkle rather than a heavy downpour, uh, 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 downpouring rain. So you want, the, you want God pouring out. And so that's what happened. Now Joseph is in a closed system. Okay. Let's go to another account of someone through the sovereign hand of God moving into a closed system. Moses. Through the sovereign hand of God, Moses is born in Egypt. The children of Israel are in Egypt. They've been there for 300 plus years, 400 years. Not quite. And uh, they're beginning to suffer hardships. And what happens? God raises up Moses. And what does God do? Moses is born into a closed system. You cannot be part of that system. You can't. But Moses, you know the story. They're going to kill all the young male children. The mother puts him in a little boat, Pharaoh's daughter finds him and has Moses' mother nurse him and Pharaoh and, and Moses is raised in Egypt. In Egypt, Pharaoh, I'm sorry, 
Pharaoh and the Egyptians, they never ever allow outsiders to know the secrets of Egypt. Anything of Egypt. Nothing. But here is Moses, and Moses knows the the uh, math, the economy, the power structure. He understands the religious priesthood and the way that it works in the occult. He knows the all the gods of Egypt. Many, many gods. He doesn't know the god. And um, he's going to become Pharaoh. He will eventually, an outsider will become Pharaoh. But what happens? <clears throat> he kills an Egyptian and he's exiled. And then he meets the God of Israel. I am that I am. A closed system. He's put in the closed system to learn that whole system because when God reveals himself to Moses through the burning bush, Moses has to have a clear understanding of two kingdoms. The kingdom he came out of that he was going to be the Pharaoh over and another kingdom that he was not aware of. Another kingdom where there is just one God, I am that I am, not a, not many, many gods. I don't remember how many provinces there were. I think there were like 27. And each province had a priest. And that priest worshipped a certain idol. That was the idolatry of Egypt. And Moses understood all that. So now he's on a learning curve in the things of God. And he's realizing that it's going to have to be a miracle for what God is asking him to do. He knows that he's not really the man for the job, but God just, you know, uh, makes it clear to him, yes, you're going to do what I ask you to do. And he had to understand the authority that God had that I am that I am. But to, to, to see the authority that God had, he had to know the power of the magic, of the sorcerers, of the soothsayers, of the whole occult world in Egypt. In the body of Christ today, you have men and women that God has raised up in the body of Christ. Just like, let's say, we're living in present-day Egypt. We have been brought, just like Moses, away from the occult world, away from the magic of this society, the idols of this society. We've brought, been brought away. We have been taken out of that world. We know that world. We know the power of that world. We understand how real it is. But now... We are on this side, in the family of God, attempting, trying to, 
uh, endeavoring to present that evil of that other kingdom to the children of God in this kingdom. And the children of God in this kingdom, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to believe it. It is not something that unsettles them. Doesn't matter. Moses had to go before Pharaoh and face off with the magicians of Egypt. And eventually the magicians of Egypt said, No, we cannot continue to try to match the power that Moses has. We, in the body of Christ, in the, in the lampstands, we have authority that we do not understand. We have the authority of Almighty God. We have, at, we have the authority <clears throat> of who this God is, and we don't realize it. We think, well, if the society just wants to beat us up, eat us up, tear us up, well, that's the way it is. No. No. Moses realized the authority and power of this invisible God that spoke to him and met him face to face. We don't understand it. But in the body of Christ, God has brought these people in the principle of Moses. They were in the world. They saw the power of the magicians, the astro astrologers, the soothsayers, these people in the occult. And God has brought many in that world into the body of Christ to warn the children of God. Don't fear. The authority that they have, as powerful as it is, does not match the power that we have through the name uh, and in the name of Jesus Christ. In all languages, every language has the equivalent of what we what we would say in English, Jesus Christ. The demons know, or Yeshua HaMashiach. The demons know Hebrew, or Jesus Christo. The demons speak Spanish, or in Russian, or in Latin, or in Chinese, or in Japanese, Sheshu. The demons know all the languages and they know the equivalent of Jesus Christ in all the languages and they obey the demon. The demons have to obey the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ in all the languages. In all the languages. This is the power that the body of Christ has been given in the name of Jesus Christ. And all the demons, regardless of the language, and regardless of the interpretation of Jesus Christ in every language, they understand. You see, they are bilingual, multilingual. They speak every language. They understand every language. And they know in every language, they know the power that is in the name of Jesus Christo, or Yeshua HaMashiach, or Jesus Christ. We'll be back. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? 
Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and Internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. Bucky here. You know, most people think the paint on their home is just to look pretty. Well, it actually does serve a very specific function. It's much like the enamel on your teeth. It is there to provide the first layer of defense to keep your trim and siding boards intact and protect them from water penetrations, rotting, and deteriorating. So don't let a cavity turn into a root canal that's going to be much more expensive and need paint anyways. Just give me a call, 970-825-9305. Home Shield Integrity, unmatched service, unmatched quality, 970-825-9305. January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training, or seller reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com for more info. The new 90,000-square-foot premier events expo center located at Greeley Mall off Highway 34, is a perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Are you done with the Democrats and the Republicans and with criminals running and ruining everything? Are you tired of the millions of unconstitutional laws they've created and foist upon you? How about all the crimes they get away with regularly that go unpunished? Is your vote even going to count the way you intended it? If you're done with these games and want the Constitution actually enforced for real, then join us at tacticalcivics.com. Well, another hour is done. It's amazing how quickly things go. And because you can't be here the full two, three hours, you'll want to go to the podcast that's archived on 1360khnc.com. And my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. In the next hour, we're going to continue with closed systems. So anyhow, you have Joseph ending up in a closed system, Moses now in a closed system and out of the closed system into another system that is more powerful. We are not going to end up... We're not going to be... No one one that is in this audience ever 
will be President of the United States. If every single person in the world, all seven billion people, heard me say that they will never ever be President, I am telling the truth. What has been ordained in the Bible is going to come to pass. We cannot change it. And the last seven presidents, starting with Jimmy Carter, that have been presidents of this country are all in the Bible. by Not by name, but you can infer through certain interpretations their names. And no, there's not going to be any other individual in the world that's going to replace God's plan. We're going to have to talk about that in the third hour. So you're going to have to come back to the podcast, 1360khnc.com. Closed systems. I'm going to talk about a third person, Daniel. There is no way, not in Pharaoh, not in Egypt, but now in Babylon, there is no way anyone is going to sit beside Nebuchadnezzar coming as a slave or as a uh, being brought in from another nation. No way. But in the sovereign hand of God, Daniel is in Babylon and Daniel also has to interpret a dream for Nebuchadnezzar. And that brings Daniel into a closed system so that he can live, give prophecies to Nebuchadnezzar and Nebuchadnezzar's son Belshazzar and to the world. Closed systems. In the next hour, in this country, a closed system. The presidency of the United States of America. Nobody ever is allowed into that system unless they're part of a uh, structure. Ronald Reagan could not even be in that system, but through the hand of God. But he was allowed. There was another gentleman that was not allowed but regardless of whether he was allowed, accepted, or not, he became president. We're going to talk about that. We'll be back in hour three in a few minutes. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, Use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network. I'm Jim Williams. You might recall big grocery price wars in Colorado among three major nationwide chains years ago. After two of them merged, it was a two-store battle. It soon could become no fight at all but a monopoly. Words out the nation's biggest grocer other than Walmart, the Kroger Company of Cincinnati, which owns all the King Supers and City Market stores in the state, wants to buy its competitor Albertsons, which several years ago bought Safeway. That would be a $20 billion deal, meaning most grocery stores statewide would fall under just one ownership. Kroger claims the purchase would benefit consumers using cost savings to create lower prices. Attorney General Phil Weiser says he'll monitor the merger to make sure it doesn't harm store employees or you, the consumer. It's late in October now, and Colorado's health department's urging everyone eligible to get the new COVID-19 booster shots. They're specific to the Omicron variant and its subvariants. CDPHE Immunization Chief Heather Ross. About half of America's population doesn't actually know that much about these new vaccines. Heather says that's why the health department's trying to get the word out about the new injections now. She adds that eligible Coloradoans can expect to hear directly from the county health departments too. The really exciting thing about these newly formulated vaccines is they're specifically designed to offer protection from the subvariants that are actually circulating right now. Ross says the new boosters are also going to be safe for children as young as five. Bird flu's wiped out millions of chickens in Colorado alone this year. Avian influenza ravaging the state for months, but it recently hit the commercial poultry industry. It's gotten so bad, 85% of all egg-laying hens have had to be destroyed. A quarantine's now in place for parts of Weldon Boulder counties under a disaster emergency order that's come from the governor. Bill Skebby is executive director of the Colorado Egg Producers. We work very closely with the USDA and with our State Department of Agriculture to make sure that everything is done appropriately and within the specified time. All those dead hens are not believed to be any danger to humans. Nationwide, some 48 million hens have recently been lost to the avian flu. And in sports, CU got its first football win of the year in overtime Saturday, topping Cal 20-13. to Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. Becco's new line of dishwashers feature Corner Intense, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Becco achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Becco, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Becco.com for more details. That's B-E-K-O.com. Are you tired of your cabinets slamming shut? Quiet! Keep it down up there! Then upgrade to high-end, no-slam cabinets with A&D design. They're priced 15% lower than big stores' plywood cabinets and 30% lower than their high-end cabinets. They also have scratch and dent cabinets at a discount. For beautiful cabinetry and no more... Quiet! Call Daniel at 303-968-6678. Or visit their website at andcabinetdesign.com. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? 
we can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050, extension 116, and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. lifechoices.org or 303-651-2050, extension 116. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. I need a sign to let me know you're here. All of these lines are being crossed over the atmosphere. Welcome to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Uh, Hour three. You're not going to be able to sit, generally, for three hours. So this is why we have modern technology. You can go to archives of this program on 1360khnc.com and to the Olive Tree Ministry for today. I've been talking about, in the last hour, closed systems. Systems where no one is allowed into the governments of certain uh, empires like Egypt or Babylon during the time of Nebuchadnezzar. Even Christ, when he came, he came into a closed system. The system of religion. The system of the Sanhedrin. And the priests of Israel. No way. He's just a carpenter. No way he's going to be part of that structure. But, according to the prophecies of the Bible, there would be John the Baptist who would come before Christ and announce his coming. Uh, John would go into the wilderness, out into the countryside, and preach a message of repentance and then baptize people. And John baptized Christ. And the voice from heaven, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And uh, from that point, then Christ is in the wilderness to be tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. And soon after that, 
he goes into Galilee of the Gentiles and begins to perform miracles. Well, it is the miracles that caught the attention of the Pharisees, Sadducees, Sanhedrin, the uh, Roman Empire, Herod at the time, I think it was Herod. And uh, it took miracles before it took interpretation of dreams. Now, Christ is casting out spirits. He is healing the sick, giving eyesight to the blind, a closed system. He cannot be part of that system. But in the sovereign hand of his Father, he is doing things that they cannot do. He's healing people that should not naturally be healed. People that are, again, possessed with demons. Who has this kind of authority? So God used a different strategy to bring His Son, Jesus Christ, into a closed system. For three years plus, He is in their face, so to speak. He is going to the temple on Saturdays, and He is speaking with power. Well, He has the attention of these that whole religious world. A closed system. That's what it took for Christ Himself as God in the flesh to not be accepted, but to function in that closed system. Now, at the end of the world, all the mysteries are going to be made known. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 22, I should just read it to you, and I'm going to, that uh, it says here in, uh, no, no, actually it was 2010, is it 2010? Nope, sorry. I apologize. I'm trying to remember the verses. I think it's in... Uh, I think it is 22. I was right the first time. I doubted myself. Sorry about that. <clears throat> I should never doubt me. Okay. I was right the first time. See what happens when I doubt myself? Okay, in uh, verse 10. And he, the angel, further told me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book and make no secret of them for the time when things are brought to a crisis and the period of their fulfillment is near. So, the time of the fulfillment of the prophecies has come. It's not near anymore. The fulfillment of prophecies has come. Everything that has been pro prophesied about the time in which we live must be made known. It can't be hidden any longer. Too many prophecies that riddles that have been hidden. Now they're going to be revealed. My ministry as the Holy Spirit has 
directed me has always been from the time I met the Lord in 1972 to the present has always been steeped in prophecy. I don't know why. It's just something the way that the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Just prophecy. Initially, when I met the Lord in January of 71, the Lord took me on a learning curve immediately. It wasn't in Scripture. It wasn't in the Bible. It wasn't in Bible stories. It wasn't in anything like that. The, he immediately began to instruct me on the anointing. And I didn't know it initially. The anointing. Because I knew on the night that I met the Lord, it was a very, uh, very, I will say, intense time that I had with the Lord. And I had made demands of the Lord, and He accepted my demands, though they were very severe. I should t tell you what they are. I don't like to, but I will. It's more private, but... You can't understand, and you'll have to look back in your own lives on that night that you met Christ, or on that day that you met Him. Because when you met Him, you left that, you left that setting, and there are many things that He was speaking to you that you didn't realize. You need to go back to that altar, and you need to ask the Lord, Lord, on the day that I met you, the day that you revealed yourself to me, on the day that I was saved. I realize one thing happened, but other things happened, Lord, that I'm not aware of. What are they? You go back and through prayer, God will show you extra insights that you didn't know about. And I'm pretty sure that He was giving you instructions on that night or that day at that time. With me, I'd had a, I'd had a, a, uh, heated discussion with my father and was very upset about some things and uh, I don't know I, I I wanted to just kind of maybe get a little uh, not violent just push it well it was a Saturday night and I I left and uh, but I was very upset well, I got back to where I was staying, and uh, I had a thought. If I would have uh, maybe, uh, I don't want to use the word assault, I don't know what the word would be, if I would have done anything to hurt my dad, push him or, or, or anything, I just had a thought. If I would have done that, my mom, she was there, and some of the brothers and sisters were still living at home. They would have seen it. And I, it really got me in my conscience. I thought, wow, it would be very difficult for me to face my dad and my mother and my brothers and sisters, and then I know that aunts and uncles and the family would know. And I realized that there, there was just the shame would have been too much because I could never have faced my father again. And I asked the Lord, I said right there, 
I said, and I didn't know who the Lord was, but I, I said, Lord Jesus. I guess I'd heard somebody talk to God that way. I said, Lord Jesus, if I ever touch my father, kill me, because I don't want to live. If I ever touch him, do anything, kill me. I can't face my dad, and I can't face my mother. I won't be able to face anybody. Kill me. For 15 minutes, I didn't hear a word. And I kept persistently saying, God, I'm asking you for one thing. If I touch my father, kill me, ever. And no answer. And I continued. I got even stronger. I said, you have to promise me one thing. Please, promise me one thing. Promise me that if I ever touch my father, in, in a way to harm him in any way in my life. Kill me. Just kill me. I beg you, please, promise me, promise me, promise me for 15 minutes. And I meant it. I'm that type of a person. If I would have gone to Vietnam, the first person I would have shot, it would have destroyed me. I would have been, I've told my other friends that have been in the military, I would have been a killing machine. I hate to talk like that. But I know my conscience. I know who I am as an individual. Most people don't know who they are, what they're about. But I did at a young age. I knew that if I'd have gone to Vietnam, it would have been over. I never would have come home except in a body bag. That's how highly I think of people. And old people. And my father. And for 15 minutes, I had a wrestle with God. I kept telling him, you have to promise me, you have to promise me, promise me nothing, promise me, Lord Jesus, promise me that if I do anything to harm my dad, to touch him in, a, in anything, promise me you will kill me. Finally, after about 15 minutes, I guess God heard me, I know he did, because all of a sudden, I knew he accepted my request. I knew it. And a peace fell over me that I cannot explain. Some, I just knew God had said, okay, if you ever touch him in a negative way, I will kill you on the spot. And that may sound radical to you, but it's not. I made a, I asked, I was requesting, and God answered my request. He agreed. And I started to just thank Him, and thank Him, and thank Him. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And for about three or four minutes, I just thanked Him, because I heard His voice. I heard Him agree. And I was so grateful. And then I said, and Lord... I have been trying to get work for like two or three months. I can't get a job. Would you do one other thing? This is on a Saturday night. Would you help me get a job? I need a job. 24 hours later, I had, I had interviewed for a job. I started work Monday morning at 8 o'clock. So God answers prayers. 
But I knew from that night, through that 15, 20 minutes of praying, I knew the anointing. I knew the moving of God. I knew the speaking of God. I realized how real He was. Absolutely so real, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom it. And I, from that day forward, for the next two, roughly two years and a half, I was always looking for that experience of the Holy Spirit. In everything I did, I just instinctively knew when God was doing something or when He was pleased or displeased. I just knew. And I ended up get, being involved in, in the occult, in uh, that other world. But God intended, He allowed it for reasons for my present. I needed to learn that other kingdom to see the power of that kingdom and have the contrast with the power of that kingdom and the power of the kingdom of heaven. And, but all through that next two years, I just knew the moves to make by a sense, a feeling, a little nudge, a little pull, a little push, a little uh, peace. Uh, I'd have peace and then I would have no peace. I just learned how to follow the Holy Spirit. I didn't know the Bible. I didn't read the Bible. I didn't go to church. I didn't know really many Christians, but I just knew when the Holy Spirit was moving with me. That was vital to my walk with God. Then, two and a half years later, then the churching began. The churching began for, for two years in California. Then coming to Denver, sister church, for another two years here. And then the anointing took over once again and separated my wife and I from the fellowship that we really, really just... It was, the training was like advanced training in the military. And we learned so much. But I didn't realize that the Lord was feathering us out, moving us out, moving us away. We, all we knew was church life. All we knew was, was the Christian walk, the being with others, being involved, doing this and doing that. But now, we are basically out, having a hard time financially, forced to move to western Wyoming, and the continuing... So I was being led by the Holy Spirit, then I'm being churched for four years, now I'm being led by the Holy Spirit again. And being led, then for the rest of our... our the Lord spoke to me. You do what I tell you to do. When I ask you to do this or that, you do it. He didn't ask me to go to church. He didn't ask me. He would never let us become part of an assembly. We work with assemblies. I work with pastors. We were involved, but he would never allow us to be part of an assembly. We could only visit. Why? Because he had another purpose. And for that other purpose, I had to be out active in the world and in the church, out of the church, in the world, back in the church, out of the church, working with both in both kingdoms. That was the plan. And it was through that, all through that time, <clears throat> the prophetic word meant everything. Because I knew that the prophecies in the Bible were telling me where I was in time. And 
watching what was going on. I knew the prophecies back in the early 80s about Russia, about China, about America, about England, about Israel, about Amman, Jordan, about uh, uh, Antichrist, all these prophecies. But then everything began to gel and be put together. And about 2016, right before Thanksgiving, before, right before the election, actually. Yeah, before the election. I had asked the Lord in June, the, pro, the riddle in Revelation chapter 17, verse 10. And the riddle is this. And this is the riddle that's mystified everybody. There are seven kings, five of whom are fallen. One still exists, is reigning, and the other, seventh, is not yet appeared. And when he does arrive, he must stay but a brief time. But a brief time. And in June, I said, Lord, I've been reading these verses since 1974. What does this mean? What is this riddle? It's for our time, but what does it mean? And I'm praying about it, praying about it. I'm just going, uh, I just couldn't figure it out. One night, my son, my wife and I were, I think we had dinner together and we were visiting. And I just thought of that verse while we were talking. And the Lord said, and there are also seven presidents, not kings, president. He used the word president. Not king, not prime minister, president. And I said, that riddle is about presidents. And this is just before the election of Donald Trump. And I knew already Donald Trump was going to win the election. And how did I know that? Because of who he was. One way, one way there were many different ways I knew it. One of the ways was I realized that Hillary Clinton was the only person that would be in the uh, she would she would win and there's only one person that could defeat her Donald Trump no other bushes a uh, no one could defeat her i knew that and also i know the bible that says that there will never ever be a president uh, a female president of the united states of america I knew that. Yes, I know that Woodrow Wilson's wife pretty much ran the presidency before, but no, she wasn't president. Neither was Eleanor Roosevelt. And I knew Hillary Clinton was not going to be president because there's never going to be a female president in the United States of America. Not Nancy Pelosi, not Kamala Harris, even though Joe Biden would drop over dead. No, he's not going to drop over dead. He's not going to be assassinated. Nothing's going to happen to Joe Biden. No woman is going to take his place. You can't change prophecy. So I realized Donald Trump is going to be the president. And I looked at the riddle and I realized he was the seventh king. He was the king that's going to arrive and stay but a brief time. Donald Trump won the election. But he didn't take over the second term. 
So I knew that. And then Donald Trump came to Denver on a campaign. I didn't know anything about that. But there was at the stock show, there was a uh, a prepper meeting or, or kind of a expo for uh, survivalists. And just one day I thought, hey, I'm going to go down to that survivalist thing there at the stock show in Denver. So I get there and I'm looking around and I'm looking at these things and thinking about what I could buy and what, you know. And then they're closing down. And I said, well, I thought, you know, I thought you were going to be open till like 6 or 7 o'clock or 8. And they said, no, no, we, we have to shut down early because Donald Trump is coming to Denver to do his uh, his rally. I said, well, where is that going to happen? And they said, well, right here, just in a different part of the building. I said, well, really? Huh. So I thought, well. So I, I went outside and looked around and. There was a big old line already, like at 4 o'clock. And I thought, well, geez, I can't wait that long. I mean, that's a long time to stand, but these people were waiting. Well, eventually, to make a short story long, you know, I uh, somehow got myself up toward the front of the line. And I got in a little early, and I got to talk to some of the Secret Service people. And I ended up inside... And I end up pretty much right along the platform where he walks out. And I'm, I mean, I'm like, I can shoot a marble, maybe 12 feet, and that's about where Donald Trump would be standing when he came in. So God just arranged it. And, you know, you'd have to go to the bathroom, so I'm going up to the bathroom and stuff, and here's all these security guards and I'm kidding with these guys, and I say, hey, you know, and I'm sure they're Hillary people. I said, you know, I don't know what Hillary was thinking about. I mean, she thinks she's going to beat Donald Trump. She's This lady is nuts, man. I don't know what to think about this. She doesn't know who she's, she's up against. She's up against Trump. Man, she ain't going to beat him. And these guys would just stand there stoic, and I'd kind of laugh under my breath and go to the restroom. I'll be back to finish the story. J.D. the Colorado Deplorable here to tell you about Swamp Fight right here on AM 1360 KHNC Radio, Saturdays from noon to one. Join me as we do battle in the D.C. Swamp. The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. Edward Bernays, Propaganda, 1928. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here are some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring gay frogs, or racist cows, climate coaches, or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies.
Why does it seem America is slowly sinking? Whose fault is it? It's not the Obamas or the Clintons. It's not the Republicans or the Democrats. It's not corporations, the military, or foreign countries. It's the Federal Reserve, a central banking system made up of private bankers that corrupt and control virtually all aspects of the world's money supply and the economy. All of the major problems of the world can be traced back to the Federal Reserve and central banks of other countries. Hi, I'm Jason with the Patriot Trading Group. Listen to our shows at 9 a.m. and 3 p.m., Monday through Friday at 1360 KHC, the Patriot Trading News Hour and Faking the Truth. We sell gold and silver, the best way to protect your hard-earned money. Call us at 800-951-0592 and keep those blood-sucking bankers out of your wallet. Are you prepared for a possible zombie apocalypse? If not, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the red Patriot Supply button and stock up now on high-quality storable food and emergency preparedness kits. With a global food shortage at our doorstep, make sure you can feed your family in any situation. So get prepared with My Patriot Supply by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the link to Patriot Supply and stock up now. Neil Desperandum, never despair, that is the motto for you and me. All are not dead, and where there is a spark of patriotic fire, we will rekindle it. Samuel Adams. So we'll continue with uh, Donald Trump on his uh, visit to Denver before the campaign, his rally. So I'm, I end up just a uh, marble shot away. And I go to the bathroom, and I, and I, I could tell all these security people that we've had their vests on, all that. <clears throat> I can tell they're pretty much Hillary fans. And so I come back, and I meet another group, and I go, "Hey, uh, man, I don't know what's wrong with Hillary, man. What's she thinking, running against Donald Trump? What? I don't know. Something's wrong with her. I don't know if she's well or not." And they're just staring at me. They're not having a good time. So I went away. Uh, left and uh, I kept doing that, you know. Chuck said I was there like an hour and a half, close to the where he'd walk onto the stage, maybe an hour and a half before. So I have to go back and forth to the bathroom, and everybody's leaving, but we keep our spot and go back again. And there's another group, and I'm just shaking my head, and I walk up to him, and I go, "Well, you guys, you know, I, I, I don't know. I feel sorry for Hillary. I don't know what she was thinking, running against Donald Trump." Man, she doesn't understand who this guy is, man. This guy, there is no way she's going to beat him. Well, I think these guys wanted to beat me, take me outside and do a number on me. So I kind of left it alone. But then I had my little Sony tape recorder, and I go over and talk to some of the MAGA people. Hey, uh, do you guys think Donald Trump's going to win? Well, we really hope so. Uh, I say, no, listen to me. Listen. He's going to win. America's going to have a Trump. We're all going to get a present for Christmas, a Trump. We're all going to get Trump for Christmas. And they, well, yeah, 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 we hope so. And I said, no, no, listen to me. He's going to win. Hillary's not going to win. Well, we hope so. And they were still kind of skeptical. I knew without a shadow of a doubt, I kept telling people, we're going to, America's going to have a Trump for Christmas. Everybody's going to get the same toy for Christmas, a Trump. And... It happened. Then one night, I better tell you this part of the story. So I'm in the middle of the night, 
sound asleep, minding my own business. You know, I'm not bothering anybody. I'm just out. And I have a dream. And in the dream, the Lord tells me, I see Hillary. And the Lord tells me, she's a witch. Well, I knew she was a witch. But the Holy Spirit just said, she is a witch. And I knew that because I've studied the family. I've studied her history. I've studied. But it was the Holy Spirit telling me, she will not win the election. She's a witch. I am against her. And I woke up. And I, I, I mean, I swear the Lord was right there in the room talking to me. And uh, I thought, well, of course, of course. I mean, the Lord, I knew that. But he wanted to emphasize it. Because he would give me a chapter in the Bible that speaks about her. And the mysteries in the Scripture, what the Scripture says, the children of the devil, they're under cosmic laws. Laws of God, they don't like it. One of the laws is that they have to allow the truth to come out. They can hide it temporarily. They can keep it from people temporarily for a while. But eventually a cosmic law, a, a command that God has given the devil and the children of the devil, they must bring the truth and make the truth known. Now, whether people will believe it or not, that's up to the individual. The individual, if they don't want to know the truth, Satan has a right to deceive them. But they must have the truth presented to them. It's like there is an eternity. And in that eternity, there's going to be fire for those who hate God, those who refuse to acknowledge Him in their lifetime, and those who do evil. There is that reality. They don't like to admit it, but they must. Satan does not like people, does not want people to know that he exists. But the fact is, he must reveal it to people. How does he reveal it? Through the fruit of the wicked. A tree cannot, the good tree cannot bring forth good fruit. An evil tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. And you know the tree by the fruit. Well, it is evident that there are people in this world that are bringing misery upon mankind, the judgment of man on his fellow man. We know the truth. So I knew when the Lord spoke that to me that I needed to pay even more attention. And uh, I watched these debates. Nobody, nobody, no other candidate could have beat Hillary Clinton. No one else. Not the Bushes. Jeb did not have a chance uh, w against her. None of them. I can't. I can see their faces. I can't remember all the names. Rubio, little Marco, Ted Cruz. Nobody, no one, could beat her. Another reason they couldn't beat her is Donald Trump is the seventh king in the riddle in Revelation chapter 17, verse 10. He is the seventh king. That is Donald J. Trump. Now, when things began to develop, I can reverse engineer, I can do this type of, uh, not semantics, but reasoning. 
I realized, okay, Lord Jesus, Donald Trump is number seven. Barack Obama is number six. Bill Clinton is number five. Uh, George Bush Jr. is number four. Uh, Ronald Reagan was number... No, 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 yeah. Let's see. Uh, I'm going backwards. I should go forward. Jimmy Carter is number one. Ronald Reagan, number two. George Bush Sr., number three. Bill Clinton, number four. George Bush Jr., number five. Barack Obama, number six. Donald Trump, number seven. It fit. It worked. Now, from the time that Israel became a nation, in Matthew chapter 1, it talks about the 14 generations. 14 generations from from the carrying away of, uh, into the carrying away of, of uh, Israel into, I think it was Babylon, 14 generations from that time to Christ. 14 generations back was to the time of Oh, I should read them. I can't remember. But it's 14, 14, 14. From the time that Israel became a nation until the last president of the United States of America, there will be 14 presidents. George, uh, 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 Joe Biden is not a legal president. You cannot count him. If you count him, there will be 15 presidents from the time Israel became a nation to the time of Antichrist. Uh, Joe Biden cannot be considered the president, not scripturally. Also, to the very day today, there are 14, there have been 14 different prime ministers of the nation of Israel. We are at, at the end of the world. We are the next president that's going to replace Donald Trump. I'm going to tell you, you, may, you don't have to receive it, you don't have to accept it. According to the scripture will be Barack Obama. Number six will be number eight. The riddle, there are seven kings, five are, five are fallen, one exists, and the other, the seventh, has not yet come. After George Jr. was gone, number six was Barack Obama, number seven, Donald Trump, the eighth, and Donald Trump can only be in office a short time, in complete total power, a short time, a brief time. After he is removed lawfully, Barack Obama will come back as, I believe, the eighth king. You don't have to believe it, but the thing is this. Now you have it in your thinking. It is something that you're going to watch. You don't have to believe it. You may think my interpretation is incorrect. That is okay. That is okay. But in my interpretation, Jimmy Carter was the first of the lineage of seven. And the eighth is of the seven, meaning there's only, there will be eight administrations from Jimmy Carter. There's a new administration coming. It's not Joe Biden, but eight administrations, but only seven kings in those administrations. I am, I am, of uh, my opinion, is Barack Obama will resume power once again, and presently, 
Donald Trump is still powerful and a force in the political world, and he will continue to be. But very shortly, the Constitution is going to be changed. And in first, first, second, I'm sorry, second Thessalonians chapter two, there is a riddle of a, there's also a riddle of a restrainer who restrains until he who is going to come, that the lawless one comes. The restrainer, in my view, is constituted authority, meaning the Constitution of the United States of America. That will be destroyed, and then the eighth king will resume power. I'm presenting this to you because we are getting very near the tribulation. And according to the scripture, on the first day of the tribulation of God, the prophetic people of God internationally, not just in America, but all of the Christians throughout the world that will hear about this, the, the riddle, if this riddle is correct, if my interpretation is correct, the scripture says they will know, they will watch America, and when they see this individual resume power, one of the things that he will do when he resumes power, he will make an agreement with Israel. That agreement is called the treaty with death and with hell. That is in Isaiah chapter 28, verse 15, 16, 17, and 18. Also in Daniel chapter 9, 27, there will be a covenant. There will be an agreement. There will be a binding uh, document protecting Israel from that eighth king invading Israel. That's my interpretation. But the whole world, according to the scripture, will know who to look for, who the individual is, and where he will come from. He will not come from the Middle East. He will not come from Israel, because he can't. You cannot sign a treaty with yourself. He will not come from Europe, from NATO. He will come from empire, the base of his authority. And as a former president, when he resumes power, I don't know if you would say he's a president, but it does say he's a king, and he will have two times, two administrations that he rules over. The first was eight years. The second will be roughly seven years, close to eight years. It's going to resume. God wants his children to know where we are in time, what to watch for. Let's say that that uh, my interpretation is incorrect. There'll be no harm. I'm not asking you to jump off a roof. I'm not asking you to sell everything you have. I'm just presenting this to you so that you can have another thought and a view. There are many interpretations. One interpretation is we don't know. We don't know where he comes from. We don't know if he's even alive. Well, there are many views like that. I say he is alive. I say that he is a baby boom generation born in that time period. Not necessarily American, but born in the, the generation 
after World War II, uh, after Israel became a nation, and, or after World War II, he would be considered to be a baby boom generation individual. And many people uh, don't want to consider, they're hoping that they'll grow old and die, and that the rapture is another 20, 30 years out. I just heard a guy recently, I think on Alex Jones, saying that there could be two more generations before Antichrist comes. That is a false prophecy. That is absolutely incorrect. Israel being the the uh, the focal point, everything revolves around Israel, and even the prophecies about Antichrist and America, in a sense, they have to tie into Israel. I believe Donald Trump is the seventh king. He still has political sway, political power. He's not in the seat in power. Joe Biden is not legally the president of this country, according to Revelation chapter 17, <clears throat> verse 10. Now, one thing that is very interesting, that is the prophecy in the book of Revelation about Donald Trump. I remember being uh, in 2016, even before we, my wife and I were in uh, Utah in the spring, I remember calling uh, a radio station there, and I realized after the final debate with Jeb Bush, I called a radio station, I forgot the name of it, uh, a host that everybody listened to, and I said, Donald Trump just destroyed the Bush dynasty forever. The Bush dynasty is destroyed. They will never, ever, as a family, ever come back to political power. They're done. And I knew that Donald Trump was going to destroy the Clinton dynasty, the Clinton slash Rockefeller dynasty forever, as far as American politics was concerned. And I told, uh, I told the 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 uh, talk show host. What I just stated here, I said, the Bush dynasty's done. Donald Trump destroyed him. And I also remember hearing while I was out there that there was a group of pastors. Donald Trump was black, uh, black pastors. And Donald Trump said, before anything began, he said, I'm thinking about running for office. Pray for me so that I know what to do. They prayed for him and he made the decision to run. So it's all in the hand of God. God was involved in it. God is still involved in it. But Donald Trump, very shortly, his political uh, influence is going to be over. And the individual I mentioned to you, my choice for the eighth king, you, he's going to have to slowly come out back into the open. <clears throat> You're going to see him incrementally become uh, come out and you're going to see him come back into the media there's going to be more and more talk he's going to be once again he's going to have opinions he's going to look for opportunities it's going to happen
But don't be don't be uh, alarmed yet, because remember, it says that he is going to eventually, in the second half of the tribulation, he's going to go to war with the saints of God. He's going to go to war with the churches in this country. But we are going to have the Holy Spirit with us. We'll be back to finish out the hour. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. In 1964, a 10-cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. Insurance. Nobody likes buying it, but everyone needs it. The problem with insurance is if you don't need it, the money is simply gone. Car insurance costs hundreds of dollars a month, and if you don't get into an accident, which most people don't, the money is simply gone. Health insurance costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month. And unless you have a significant health issue, the money is simply gone month after month, year after year. When it comes to life insurance, all companies provide low-cost term insurance for people that acts just like car and health insurance. If you don't need it, the money is gone. At Northwestern Mutual, one of the reasons why we are ranked as the best insurance company in the United States is we offer a variety of low-cost blended plans that actually allow you to build wealth in the most likely event that you do not need to collect on your life insurance. Finally, an insurance plan that doesn't take your money and can actually build your wealth. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720-680-0492. A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by. We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more. We have new state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492 or at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado. Everything very good. Just come in and try it. Hello, I'm Devin McKenna with Play It Fun Word, your new traveling carnival. Please check us out at playitfunword.com or call to book me at 602-402-2642. I do festivals, birthdays, block parties, corporate events, kid at heart parties, summer and day camps. Anything your mind can imagine, I will do it. Play It Funward, the party you never had. At playitfunword.com, 602-402-2642. Well, that's today's program. I didn't want to unsettle you. I was trying to find time during the week and over the weekend to prepare for today's program. I didn't really have time to prepare. And the Lord just told me 
But don't worry. I will give you what you're to say in that hour. And so with that, I had peace to just... Uh, yesterday, I, I get together with a group of, uh, of wonderful, wonderful people. And we spent uh, three, four, and four and a half, five hours together yesterday afternoon. We fellowship. We had something to eat. We enjoyed each other. We, I love these individuals. Uh, they're all elderly. We, I, I kid around with them. I tell people that we, we don't go out and play, throw the football around. We don't play tennis. We don't play basketball. We don't do anything. The only thing we're good at is prayer. That's all we can do is pray. And that's what we do. We pray, pray, pray. Pray for everything. And uh, so we got together and we just had a visit. And, uh, and uh, that's just what we did. We just prayed. Well, we did pray for things too, but anyhow, <clears throat> with the matter of the seventh king, five are fallen, one is, one is yet to come. He has come. He's there, been there for a short space. And uh, he's been there, and he is going to... His time is almost over. His time is just about to be, he'll, he's about to be finished with politics. But he was ordained by God, and the second prophecy about him is in 1 Kings chapter 8, the riddle of the stranger, King Solomon's stranger. I might try to talk about that next week, but I wanted you to know, we are at the end of the world, we are in the last decade, we cannot stop it, but... Like I explained in the second hour, Goshen. Goshen is where the children of Israel were taken to be protected from hardships to come. Goshen means draw, draw near to God. And as you draw near to Him, uh, He will shower His Spirit upon you. And He will hold you in His hand. So this is Goshen. And... Uh, so we're pretty much done for today. I'm trying to think if there's any last... Yes, one more time. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com for this program and for the weekday programs, Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Also, my contact information is 136... I'm sorry, is a P.O. Box 872... Longmont, Colorado, 80502, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. God bless you. God bless you this week. Uh, may God pour all of His riches upon you. May He continue to instruct you in following His Holy Spirit. May His Spirit be upon you in a very powerful way this week that he gives you ears to hear what he is speaking to the churches. Talk to you next week. Rick Rodriguez. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. 
listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Did the fire?